Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to Talking Ball with Pat Leonard, an emergency Aaron Rodgers Jets trade episode. Have to react to this one, the biggest story in football, even with the NFL draft occurring on the same week. Before I tell you my take, I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC, and even boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And where I start is that the New York Jets are going to win the AFC East. That's right. Aaron Rodgers is now their quarterback. It was supposed to happen before. It took long enough. Now the Jets have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback wearing number eight. And let's just face it. They're returning one of the better defenses in the league. Yes, Robert Sala has to do a great job coaching this team. It's going to be a lot of new pieces put together, but you have Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers, pre-existing knowledge, relationship of the offense of each other. Rodgers here now before the NFL draft, so it's not dragging so far deep into the offseason that it's going to be a problem getting started right from the get-go. And I think if you look at the Jets, of course, their schedule is not easy. But in this division, I think when you look at the Buffalo Bills, a team that, for me, is a candidate to slide this season. And I'm not saying slide into being a bad team, but the Buffalo Bills being a candidate to slide, I do not believe the Dolphins have a solution at quarterback. I think that's going to be their Achilles heel. And the New England Patriots, I do believe, will be better, but they do not have the personnel on the field to contend with what the Jets have as long as the Jets are healthy and as long as nothing off the field and nothing around the team and the drama and the circumstance of Rodgers being on this Jets roster interferes with what they are able to put together. You know, I think Garrett Wilson is going to possibly play at an all pro level this year with Rodgers as his quarterback Love the weapons they have in place. I believe they're going to address the offensive line in the draft. They have to address the offensive line in the draft. But you heard it here first. My way too early prediction. Forget about Super Bowl for now. We're just talking about will the Jets be a good enough team to justify this trade? I do believe they win this division here in the 2023 NFL season. Now getting to the compensation. I don't think the Jets overpaid here. I saw some reaction. I know everybody in Green Bay wants to pat Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst on the back for a job well done. But I honestly believe that the Packers held firm enough to get some good return here. So yeah, good on them. And when you're trading Aaron Rodgers, you can't trade him for nothing. But this trade does not look much different to me from the Jets end than I expected it to all along. First of all, the final piece of the trade, the swap of first round picks for this year, to me, doesn't mean a lot because the Green Bay Packers moved from 15 to 13. The Jets moved from 13 to 15. As I see the draft falling, the Jets are looking offensive line 
at their first round pick. And the Patriots in between those two picks, in my opinion, are probably going defense. Look at the offenses they now have to contend against with Rodgers also in division. So the Packers, maybe they thought the Patriots were looking wide receiver ahead of them or tight end wide receiver, you know, offensive weapon. And so they figure they get ahead, they get over top of the Patriots. But frankly, as I sit here before the NFL draft, I don't think that's going to matter much. Actually, it matters to me most from a financial standpoint, the, J- the Jets save uh, two draft slots worth of money as they take on uh, this massive Aaron Rodgers contract. You have to think, of course, that Aaron Rodgers is going to play more than one season for the Jets to give this kind of haul up. Uh, we will see if that's the case. It does feel like it's that is the case that Rodgers is going to at least say that he indicated to the Jets that he wants this to be more than just a one-term, one-year relationship. Uh, but so we have the first piece, the swap of first round picks. Don't think that's a big deal from the Jets end. They swapped fifth and sixth rounders. So the Jets get a fifth and give a six back to the Packers. Great. So what? Um, you know, you have the second round pick the Jets give up, which is what everybody in the league thought was going to be the primary piece of this trade all along. Joe Douglas, remember, Joe Douglas traded a third round pick and Elijah Moore, a player who didn't want to be on the team anyway to Cleveland for the 42nd pick. So now he has 42 and 43. So it was very obvious that one of those picks was going to be kind of the primary chip in this year's draft to go and get it done. Now, of course, the big piece from Green Bay's end then ends up being the cherry on top of if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays in the 2023 season for the Jets, Green Bay gets the Jets' first round pick in next year's draft. If Rodgers doesn't play 65%, then it's a second round pick. So the Jets get a little bit of injury protection there. Like if if Rodgers gets hurt and doesn't play enough and the season goes down the tubes because of it, they're not giving up their first rounder. Conversely, they are expecting, hoping for this first round pick to be essentially a high second in the range of, you know, 26, 27, all the way up to 32. I mean, sky is the limit on expectations now that you have Aaron Rodgers. That's part of the pressure you're putting on yourself when you make this deal. But the bottom line is if the Jets have their way, they really gave up what amounts to a high second round pick in the 2024 draft. So if this season goes well enough, well as they hope, the Jets really here are giving up in my mind a high second, a mid second, and then you know those pick swaps, they, they come out in the wash and the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. And let's just not forget because everybody dives into the details. And listen, I'm, I do it as much as anybody. I love getting my hands dirty, talking to league sources, talking to people on the contract side, on team side, on player sides, getting feels for, um, you know, what the feedback is, what the consensus is, what people's perspectives are on when these deals occur. Was it too much to give up? Was it not enough that one team got back? Were you surprised it happened now, et cetera? But I think we can't lose sight of the fact that the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Don't overlook how big that is, how exciting that is, not only for New York football, but the NFL in general, for Rodgers now to be chasing another Super Bowl, chasing another MVP, wearing green. And of course, Brett Favre once did it. Now it's Aaron Rodgers' turn coming from the Green Bay Packers. I wanted to address a couple other things before I get out of here. Again, again, just a quick hit episode here to weigh in on the the trade. 
I do think my primary fascination and the main thing I'm wondering about that could derail the Jets is how Aaron Rodgers handles New York. How is his personality, um, his stance on certain issues, his desire sometimes or oftentimes to shake it up, to be the center of attention, uh, the fact that he's played in Green Bay his whole NFL career and now is coming to New York, how will he handle that? How will the New York media handle him? If things go poorly even or sideways a little bit, will Rodgers and this Jets situation combust? How will Robert Sala be able to manage a roster that now has a player in Aaron Rodgers who essentially manages himself and is so veteran at your most important position. Does Sala keep control of the team? Does his voice uh, carry enough weight in those critical moments? Can he manage them through some rocky patches to do what I said they can do, which is to win the AFC East, let alone make a playoff run? That is my primary fascination as Rodgers arrives in Florham Park. Now, I will say this. It's exciting before the NFL draft that the Jets still have an opportunity now to reinforce on their offensive line, make moves. That's why in my 2023 NFL mock draft for the New York Daily News, I picked them to take Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State. Now, it could be a guy like uh, Anton Harrison from Oklahoma, Broderick Jones uh, from Georgia, um, you know, Darnell Wright's a guy from Tennessee that a lot of teams like. I picked Washington to take him. But definitely, I think offensive line needs to be the pick for the Jets. And I actually have the Giants also going offensive line in my Daily News mock draft. I do think corner is a possibility and maybe the likely pick if somebody falls like Maryland's Deontay Banks. Yes, a guy like Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers is in the mix and could be the pick. I do think, though, that if the top corners are off the board, John Michael Schmitz, the center from Minnesota, has a great chance to be the pick. It's a huge position of need and a blue player on the Giants board, somebody they have a high opinion on, the highest grade on at a certain position. Um, so that'll do it. That's my rapid reaction on Aaron Rodgers. Again, this podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Thanks for joining me on Talking Ball with Pat Leonard again. And we will talk to you soon with a quick recap and diving deep into not only what the Giants and the Jets do in the NFL draft after the first round and after the weekend, but what that means for what their team will look like in the fall and how we project them both looking going into training camp in July. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.